Hello, everybody, and welcome to the second side of this third edition of the Pool Roadshow. I'm Sherry Miller. And I'm Brett Goodson. We've got a lot of good entertainment lined up for you on this side of the show, along with some important news about what's going on at Pool Truck Line. In just a minute, we're going to be talking with Don Martin, the president of Pool Truck Line, about changes that have been made at Pool. But right now, let's get it started off with a country music veteran, Waylon Jennings, and his song, Rose in Paradise. She was a flower for the taking Her beauty cut just like a knife He was a banker for making Sport a lover all his life He bought her a mansion on a mountain With a formal garden and a lot of land but paradise became her prison That Georgia banker was a jealous man Every time you talk about her You can see the fire in his eyes You see, I would walk through hell on Sunday To keep my rose in paradise Hired a man to tend the garden Keep an eye on her while he was gone Some say they ran away together Some say that gardener left alone Now the banker is an old man That mansion's crumbling down all day and stares at the garden Not a trace of her was ever found Every time he talks about her You can see the fire in his eyes He says I would walk through hell on Sunday To keep my rose in paradise now there's a rose out in the garden Its beauty cuts just like a knife They say it even grows in the wintertime And blooms in the dead of the night
Rose in Paradise by Waylon Jennings. This is the Pool Road Show, and as we promised you, we've got company president Don Martin with us. Welcome to the show, Don. We're glad to have you with us, Don. Thank you, Sherry. Thank you, Brett. Don, what can you tell us about some of the changes that have been made at Pool? Well, as I told uh, most of the folks uh, out in my terminal visits and also the employee meetings that we've been uh, having for the past uh, three or four months now, is that uh, IU International has given uh, Pool Truck Line uh, a charter to grow quite dramatically over the next uh, three to five years. And uh, naturally, one of the first things that we had to look at was to get uh, our uh, position uh, very, very secure uh, early on uh, by looking at some of the uh, XX uh, costs that we were uh, expending uh, in some various areas. And the two most critical areas that we saw was our uh, 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 utilization of our uh, tractor equipment uh, as well as uh, some terminal locations. Uh, there was a lot of cost being expended there uh, with no uh, revenue generation to speak of. Um, so what we did was uh, looked at those two areas uh, quite dramatically, and uh, I'll deal with them uh, individually. And I'll start with uh, truck rotation first. Uh, we found out that uh, over the past three years, um, this company has been averaging uh, about uh, 82 to 85,000 miles per year. And uh, looking at the economics of, uh, of a fleet that is averaging that kind of mileage uh, versus a fleet that does 100,000 miles or more, the cost component uh, of each one of those tractors uh, cost pool in the neighborhood of about $6,500 uh, per tractor from moving it from 85000 up to 100000 Now, when you consider the fact that pool has uh, approximately uh, 1,000 uh, tractor units out there on the road, we're talking about a, an excess cost of about $6.5 million per year. So what we needed to do was to... Uh, to get the uh, tractor average uh, uh, mileage up uh, to or close to that 100,000 miles per year. Uh, we started off uh, this year, January and February, averaging about 82,000. Uh, we have it up uh, to the uh, year-to-date average uh, up to about 86,000, but in May alone, which is the most recent months that we measure, uh, th that uh, average annual mileage is about uh, uh, 96,000 miles. So the program is working. Uh, and it's very, very definitely uh, having a, uh, a, a dramatic impact uh, on our, our cost of doing business. That makes sense. Uh, what about the changes in the terminal network? Well, th that was probably more of the, the hardest one that we, we agonized uh, over that one for uh, literally weeks. Uh, but uh, we have, in fact, as everybody knows now, closed uh, three facilities, one in Haleyville and one in Macon, Georgia and uh, one in Montgomery, Alabama. But uh, we looked at the cost there of a, a very uh, high-priced facility uh, in, uh, in a facility also that housed about three to five people. And the revenue that they were generating from those facilities just were, was not overcoming uh, that heavy cost burden. Uh, Haleyville was a very, very good example. We had uh, approximately uh, six people uh, hired uh, there and uh, we had no freight. We had no uh, freight that uh, we could uh, hang our hand on. The freight that we uh, had that justified the building of that terminal uh, has since gone to our competitors. And uh, uh, since we had no revenue and uh, had that cost, we had to, uh, to look at it uh, about closing it up, uh, selling that facility, and transferring uh, the uh, driver fleet uh, over to uh, other terminals. But the same thing is uh, applicable with, uh, uh, with Montgomery and uh, with Macon, Georgia. Uh, the cost uh, that we had there uh, just didn't justify 
uh, in our minds uh, uh, the amount of revenue that we were generating there. Uh, the truck, um, the trucks that were entering at uh, the activity level, those trucks uh, entering uh, those terminals just was not high enough to uh, to justify the amount of people that we had employed. And uh, so we had to basically just bite our uh, bite the bullet and uh, and close them up. Uh, we have, in fact, uh, made some uh, uh, adjustments in some of the other terminals. We had to downsize them because we had too many people there in relationship to the market and the market potential uh, that uh, was in that immediate area. And uh, we've had to let go some uh, uh, maintenance people, uh, which were at one time was justified because of the volume of business that we, we did there. But since that time, we, we have lost... Uh, a lot of uh, market opportunity uh, because of our competitors and uh, you lose that basically because of a uh, very awkward cost position you're in so uh, our intentions are now is to uh, sell those facilities and uh, uh, eliminate those costs so that uh, we can make uh, Poodle truck line a lot stronger than it has been in the past. Don in your opinion what's the outlook for the future for Pool truck line? Well, it's, it's very, very good. Uh, uh, we are uh, probably the uh, most profitable carrier in the uh, IU truckload uh, group, uh, always have been. And uh, while I have uh, fielded a couple of questions uh, from some of the drivers uh, here lately, uh, they, they asked the same question about uh, uh, are we closing terminals because we're in bad financial shape? And the answer to that question is no. Uh, uh, we just want to get ourselves in a better uh, financial shape than we have been. Uh, over the past few years, uh, and uh, that was a reason for the cost reduction uh, uh, programs that, uh, like truck rotation and closing some terminals I mentioned uh, earlier. But uh, no, we, uh, we are very, very uh, a profitable company and uh, will continue to be so. Thanks so much for coming on the show with us, Don. Well, thank you for asking me. Now, here's Lady in Red by Krista Berg. seen you shine so bright mm -hmm. never seen so many men ask you if you wanted to dance looking for a little romance give out half a chance I have never seen that dress you're wearing all the highlights in your hair that catch your eye I have been blind And when you turn to me and smile 
Lady in Red by Chris DeBerg. This is Brett Goodson with Sherry Miller, and you're listening to The Pool Road Show. Thanks a lot for letting us ride along and share a little part of your day with you. Brett, what do you know about driving for fuel efficiency? Well, up until a few days ago, not very much. But once the safety department got done with me, I'll tell you, I knew a whole lot more. Well, for example... Well, for one thing, I learned that Poole's fuel cost for this year is a quarter million dollars more than expected, so it really is important. Ooh, I'll say... Mm-hmm. I also learned that a pool driver can make $1,000 a year or even more on fuel bonuses if he really runs efficiently. Is that right? Absolutely. The trucks in the pool fleet are fully capable of going six and a half miles on a gallon of fuel. And if a driver averages 6.5 miles per gallon and runs 25,000 miles in a calendar quarter, his fuel bonus for that quarter would be $312.50. So if he kept that up all year, he'd make over $1,000. Well, how does a driver increase his fuel mileage and make sure that he gets that kind of bonus? Well, they gave me three basic tips to pass along. Now, the first one is simply to avoid unnecessary idling. Shut the truck off when you leave the cab, even if you're only going to be gone for a few minutes. Hmm, That makes sense. Second, use progressive shifting. And that means just get the truck rolling in first gear, then shift to second, wind up just a little bit higher in second, then shift to third, and so on until you get to cruising speed. Don't accelerate to govern speed in each gear. Just use enough RPM to keep the load moving. The Cummins engines pool uses get stronger as the engine lugs down. In fact, these engines produce the most torque at about 1,300 RPM, and they can be operated safely in that range. Okay. And the third tip? Drive 55. (laughs) Good suggestions for you drivers who are going after that fuel mileage bonus. And for those of you who want to take the title of top fuel mileage driver in the fleet for 1987, here are the standings at the end of the first quarter of the year. At the top of the heap right now is Roy Weaver, followed by Robert Ashcraft, Frank Gerhardt, Ralph Mills, Alfred Fowler, Clarence Lovett, Joseph Lafayette, 
Michael Toxie, George Peck, and T.J. Haston. So our old friend Ralph Mills is running number four at the end of the first quarter. Yep. Of course, he's been way up near the top of the fuel mileage list for the last six or seven years, so it should be a good contest to see who wins it at the end of this year. All right, we'll keep an eye on it and see what develops. Now here's a real favorite of mine, one of the really great oldies. You're going to like this one, The Righteous Brothers, and you've lost that loving feeling. You never close your eyes
Oh, that really is a great song, oh, isn't yeah. it? Mm, they don't make them like that anymore. No, they don't, Brett. Uh -uh. Let's talk about recruitment for just a minute, okay? Sure, because that's something everybody in the company can help with, particularly the drivers. Oh, boy, that's right. When you're out on the road and you meet somebody who's not satisfied with his or her job, and if you think they'd be a good addition to the pool fleet, encourage them to put in an application with Pool. Pool's a growing company, and they're always looking for good drivers. And we really mean good drivers, the kind that can measure up to the standards of the pool fleet. That's right. See, we really believe that pool has the most professional fleet of drivers on the road today. And when we say we're looking for drivers, we mean we're looking for professionals, hardworking, safety-conscious professionals, people like you. Absolutely. Now, if you want to help recruit somebody, just give them an honest idea of what working for pool is like and encourage them to call the terminal that's closest to their home or the recruiting department in Evergreen at one 800 843 if they call Evergreen, they'll wind up talking with Herbert Sanders, Rosalind Hall, Lisa Burkett, Liz Johnson, Sheila Robinson, or Renee Thomason. And those are some of the folks, along with the terminal staff, who do all the hard work of recruiting, including the background checks, answering employment verifications for other employers, scheduling interviews and orientation sessions, and maintaining personnel files for all drivers, as well as the actual recruiting. And any one of them will put a new recruit on the right track, just like they probably did for you when you first made contact with Pool Truck Line. Now, here's Eddie Raven with your never-too-old for young love. Never too old 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 for young love. We're a little too old for the high school dance. But we're still like a little backseat I won't be 
You're never too old for young love. That's Eddie Raven. This is Brett Goodson along with Sherry Miller, and you're listening to The Pool Road Show. Brett, we spent a few minutes with Linda Odom last week to see if she had any tips she wanted us to pass along, and she zeroed in on one thing, wait tickets. That's right. Now, the key thing to remember is you must attach the original wait ticket to the delivery receipt. Pool will accept a carbon copy, a Xerox copy, really any old kind of copy when you apply for your reimbursement, but the customers will only accept the original wait ticket, and it must have the load number and the date written on it. Oh, Brett, this is so important. You know, we leave money on the table every time paperwork is turned in with the wait ticket missing, so let's make absolutely sure we get what we're due for every load we haul. Oh, absolutely. Remember, it won't do to write the gross weight on the delivery receipt. The customer won't accept that. You've got to attach the original copy of the weight ticket to the delivery receipt. And that's the only way to make sure Pool gets paid the full revenue it has coming. Right. Now here's Madonna to give the show a little Spanish flavor. La Isla Bonita. Last night I dreamt of
So, uh, where did Madonna learn to speak Spanish? <laughs> I have no idea. All right, drivers. Now we've got a new phone number that's going to make your life a little easier. That's right. You know, it used to be when you were in Canada, you had to dial your dispatcher long distance. But not anymore. Now, Pool has installed a Watts line that you can use from Canada to call Evergreen. And that number is 800-443-5531. Don't hesitate to give that number to our Canadian shippers. They can use it to call their customer service representative. You might also like to know that Pool has expanded the number of inbound lines on the standard 800-225-5000 number. So if you've been having better luck getting through on that number on your first try, that's the reason why. Well, Sherry, they're playing our song again, so I guess that wraps up another show. Yeah, I thought it was kind of an interesting one, didn't you? Oh, yes, I did. Drive carefully, everybody. Keep up the absolutely great job you've been doing. And until next time, I'm Sherry Miller. And I'm Brett Goodson. And this has been the Pool Road Show. Many thanks for letting us spend a little time with you. So long. So long, everybody.